day 194. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we want to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to the Bible to look through it and see God. We don't come to the Bible uh, primarily to look at it and see ourselves. All right. Jeremiah chapter five um, through eight. Man, this is such a yo. These texts are just so rich. Yeah, man. Yo, and man, as I read it, and you just see God like calling out Israel and Judah on the things that they've done. One of the things that I was just struck by was, man, even in God's anger, mm-hmm. we see God's expectations on us yeah, made good. explicit, right? That's so good. it's like this, there's sometimes where, you know, Chandra, Chandra get mad and I'll be like, yo, what did I do? And she's like, well, if you don't know, I ain't going to, <laughs> if you don't know, you. I ain't going to tell you. Yeah. And so then I've got to sit there and rack my brain and say, dang, what I- does she want from me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, God ain't like that. So throughout this, God saying, no, listen, I've told you, I've told you, I've told you. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Yeah. But y'all don't listen. Mm-hmm. Y'all aren't listening, right? Mm. And so, man, even in this, so I mean, five through eight is basically God saying, time's out, there's no hope. Jeremiah's going to cry at the end because they're gone. And he even going to be like, Hey, bro, don't even intercede for them, bro. Yeah, they, God's going to They say, over with. Like, it's a wrap. Bro. It's finished, y'all. Yeah. But in chapter five, verse one, we, we get this little, ah, it starts out, God's like, yo. God's like, yo, if there was one person here- One cat, bro. That was righteous, look, God's saying, I would be willing to forgive- Everybody. Everybody mm. off the righteousness of one person, which is this kind of veiled hope of- in the future, yeah. that's exactly what God's going to do, right? Exactly. He's going to forgive the many through the righteousness of the one. That's how eager God is to forgive these people that are so far gone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And one of the things that uh, he's going to get at, bro, is like, he's like, man, I went to the poor. And he's like, man, maybe they're just ignorant, right? Maybe they don't have access right. to <laughs> right. the Torah and uh, education. Then I go to the powerful, the people who can afford the seminary class, right. the people who have all the theology, the people who were uh, endowed with teaching. Right. He's like, oh, I found the same thing, right? Like sin cuts across all class distinctions and positions in society. Everybody knows. Yeah, Every, not, everybody right. is is sinful. Everybody is depraved. Like I think of Paul, there's no one good, no one right. who is right. Who is, what is right. And they are, um, as you mentioned before, they are arrogant, but they are also complacent. Right? Yeah. They think that, man, we good. Like, he ain't came all this time. His judgment has been delayed, so we're fine. Yep. And that's, that's a dangerous place to be. It is. The Just because I ain't got caught yet. Right. I'm good. Yep. And God is like, no. Right? Huh. I see everything. Yeah, that's right. going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those doors. it, bro, and it's a, so God calls that out, but, but then he calls out their apathy and this is the part where it's like yo mm-hmm. it's wow once you sit down and really start to read right yeah god is especially through the prophets man god is always gonna like you know juxtapose or contrast mm-hmm. their religious piety the things <sighs> that they do in church oh boy reading fasting praying here we go 
theology and all that stuff, he's going to contrast their piety mm-hmm. with the practical, right? What what does all of your religiosity mm-hmm. and your theology tangibly produce? And God's gonna be like, that's what I'm mad at. Like y'all out here Man. singing and praising and ready to regather. Yeah. But y'all ain't caring for the poor. Yes. Y'all are neglecting the fatherless people that don't have anybody to protect them. And man, on and on and on. And God's gonna call that out. And it's it's crazy because I feel like, man, we live in a day and age now where we're feeling that schism in America right now. Yeah, right. Why not? We're feeling that. Facts, bro. And there's people that are saying, yo, we used to be unified over the songs that we sang, the theology that we shared, mm-hmm. but now all this political stuff has come up, and by political, often it's like, no, 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 all this moral stuff has mm-hmm. come up, mm-hmm. all the mm-hmm. practical, the oppression, the mm-hmm. failing to care for the poor, and now there is a real bubbling up of, you know, there's a real problem that we have to address, and one that if you read the prophets in every page, God doesn't, God disagrees with it. Yeah. Oh man, it's so much here, bro. And Jeremiah 7 is this famous temple sermon. And Jesus is actually going to allude and quote this when he goes to the temple in his day. He's like, fam, y'all doing the same thing. (laughs) So it's like, bro, the thing that he's trying to get across, like you said, man, is like y'all's religion and rituals is no substitute for righteousness. Mm. Right, it's no substitute. You right. you think you can really substitute those things for true righteousness? And he's gonna like say, "Yo, like, do you steal, murder, commit adultery, swear falsely, burn incense to Baal, right. follow other gods that you haven't known, and then you come and stand before me in this house that bears my name and say, we are rescued, so can we continue <laughs> doing all these detestable acts?'" And man, Israel's religion, bro, has been corrupted because they've trusted in the religion itself. Mm. Rather than God right. of the religion. Right. And so there, man, like they're literally seeing the temple. We have this temple as this good luck charm of the blessing of God. Right. right? We're still able to uh, do sacrifices. We're still able to come and worship here. All these feasts and festivals. Oh, we have the blessing of God. And God is like, no, I'm going to burn it all down. Right. right. And I think the same thing today. Like, right. yo, we can do all of our podcasts, right? Our conferences, book deals, life groups, and all right. this good stuff. It. Social media, uh, shout out, all this good stuff we think we have and think we're blessed. Right. right? And think we have the. But if we're neglecting the poor and the marginalized, God is like, yo, I'll take it all away. You, right? you, you, you think y'all got downloads? <laughs> right. Like, yo, I'll, I will do away with all of it. Right. And man, just, just how serious the holiness of God is, but His love for humanity. Right. That He would be willing to judge His people for, because of how they treat people. Absolutely, man. And bro, as God is explicit and He makes these demands, He doesn't do it like a dictator. Like God ain't just right. <laughs> God's not doing what our parents used to do, right? Mm. Calling us from outside to come and hand them the remote, remote that's right yeah, back to yeah, them, right? Remote. God is not demanding that they do all these things to serve him. God's saying, no, no, listen, all I want y'all to do is to do the things that are going to contribute to human flourishing, Amen. right? Amen. There's people that are poor. Y'all have more than enough. I just want you to share with them. Mm-hmm. There's people that don't have protection. Y'all have more 
muscle and influence that you need. Mm -hmm. I just want y'all to steward it to help them. And we see that even the demands that God makes aren't incredibly burdensome, right? They are meant Mm -hmm. to provide the blessing of God to all of God's people. And that's where you see like the arrogance and the apathy Mm -hmm. of the people so much that they would be willing like it's not just that they're not willing to do the work to help the poor but they're doing the work to exploit the poor yeah and god's saying yo i just want y'all to back off yep absolutely bro and man jeremiah is going to come in eight and he's grieving and mm. lamenting the sinfulness of his people he's like yo harvest has passed summer has ended but we have not been saved i am broken right. he says by the brokenness of my dear people, mm. I mourn. Horror has taken hold of me. And one of the things we're going to see is that the prophets embody the message they're trying to speak. That's good. So Jeremiah right. is showing like, yo, I'm grieved in myself because I'm trying to show the people of God right. how much God is grieved about your sin. Mm. And I'm a fa- he's this faithful prophet as well. Right. He's even going to come later. And I, we talk about this later. Like, yo, like. Folks is turning against him, and he's like, "I ain't do nothing wrong. Like I'm an innocent. <laughs> right. I'm innocent. Like Job right. was saying. Yeah. Why the wicked prosper? And I'm I'm faithful. Right. I'm preaching the, right. the gospel. Right. Yeah. And I'm being persecuted. And uh, yeah, we're just going to see, like, man, the faithfulness of God, mm. and for Him to still be treated that way. Ah, uh, um, man, that's so good. It's something about yeah, yeah. sinfulness. But again, God is still going to say, God is. I won't finish you off. Yeah. I'm not going to finish you off. Yeah. I'm going to leave a remnant. I'm still going to save my people, even in the midst of all this. Man. It's so so amazing, bro. Yeah, man. The crazy thing about all this text, too, like you brought out, is everybody is, you know, sinful. This whole town is, uh, this whole nation is rebelling against God. Yeah. And Jeremiah is the only one weeping for them, right? Mm -hmm. And it reminds us of, Jesus, right? Where Jesus comes to the town and he's weeping. Jerusalem, yeah. Jerusalem, Jerusalem yeah. right? Nobody else is. And here's the thing, like, uh, if you're not mourning over your sin, then you're not repenting mm-hmm. of your sin, right? If you mm-hmm. can recount your sin without remorse, then those aren't the sins that you repent of. And the sins that we don't repent of Mm. are the sins that incur the great judgment of God. And Jesus is going to fulfill this righteousness, this means of forgiveness that started at the beginning of 5-1, right? God is in the future going to send one man that mourns and has remorse over the sins of the nation and the world, so much so that he takes the judgment of God on our behalf so that God provides us forgiveness. Amen. Let's pray. Yeah. God, uh, you're so good um, to send us your son uh, to atone for all of our sins. Mm. Yes, God. Jeremiah asks, is there no balm in Gilead? And we know that Jesus provides the balm for our souls. Yes. He is the healer of our souls who saves us yes, and makes God. us right with you. Help us to use that gospel um, as an impetus for helping the poor, the marginalized, those who are on the outskirts of society um, because of we have an affection for Christ and his gospel. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.